Hello, and welcome to the Vexillogicast. From the home of the oldest union league in the country, and that is a league that was formed to promote patriotism and loyalty during the Civil War, I'm Simon the Cannibal. On today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Georgia as part of our ongoing series exploring the states of the United States. As always, head on over to vexillogicast.com, that is V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T.com for links and more information about these flags, and the subreddit r slash Simon the Cannibal for discussion. Before we get into Georgia the state, I wanted to talk about Georgia the country, because it follows nicely on the heels of our hagiographic discussion last week. Georgia the country uses the flag of St. George. St. George is also an auxiliary saint, that is to say one of the 14 holy helpers, along with St. Dennis, and is represented by a red cross on a white field. That unmodified flag is the basis of the English flag, and I say English, not UK flag, because St. George's flag represents England and forms one of the three flags that goes into the flag of the United Kingdom. The country of Georgia has a slight modification of St. George's flag. It kind of crosses it with a Jerusalem cross flag, such that there is a red cross on white, and in the four white quadrants, there are smaller red crosses. So there's a total of five crosses on the flag. Five red crosses, one big one, four little ones going around. And I'm sure I'm going to do an episode on Georgia, or at least the Socialist Soviet Republic flags, but I did want to mention that if you're looking up flags anyway, go ahead and check out the Georgian Socialist Soviet Republic flag, which is a a pretty nifty little play on the USSR flag, such that it is a red flag with a hammer and sickle, um, but it is this electric blue in the canton and shooting out across the top of the flag. And it's just a very interesting way they've played with it. But enough about Georgia the country. Georgia the state had an unofficial flag up until 1879, which was reminiscent of most state flags. It was a blue flag with a seal representing Georgia. And I kind of have to get into the seal because it's a little bit less complex than most. So I figured I'd talk about it. Imagine three white columns with a a ribbon on top, a ribbon going through them, a ribbon underneath, and a little soldier standing inside those columns. The columns represent the legislative, executive, and judicial branch of the Constitution of Georgia. There's the word Constitution on top. The words wisdom, justice, and moderation are on a little banner that's flown inside the columns. And usually there's either the date of founding or in God we trust, underneath the columns. And apparently the little man with the sword is there to defend the Constitution of Georgia. And this is a recurring symbol in Georgia's flags. But yes, unofficially, up until 1879, it was just this little symbol in gold on a blue flag. In 1879, and more or less unchanged until 1956, Georgia changed the flag such that it was a little bit more recognizable, and as kind of a nod to its participation in the Confederate States of America. This flag was basically a red, white, red horizontal tricolor with on the left side 
vertical blue stripe, a thick blue stripe, such that we were to go from hoist to fly, you would see a blue vertical stripe, and then to the right of the blue vertical stripe are the red, white, red horizontal stripes. As kind of, again, a nod to the first flag of the Confederacy, which we covered in episode 11, which was called the Stars and Bars. At first it was just blue, and then in 1902 it was changed, and they added the little seal I talked about earlier, and they've just kind of played with the seal up until 1956, at which point they changed the flag again. So we went from having kind of a normal American state flag, which is a seal on a bedsheet, to a, uh, oh, a nod to the Confederacy, which, like it or not, it was better than, you know, just outright flying something that is expressly meant to reject the rights of citizens, to, in 1956, as a rejection of the ruling of Brown v. Board of Education, which had come in 1954, the Georgian government, to make an overt expression of going against the rights of their citizens, changed their flag to a blue vertical stripe, like we saw in the last flag, and on the fly section was the square battle flag of the Army of Northern Virginia. This is one of those very recognizable symbols of the Confederacy. This is one of those, you have certainly seen it, and of course we talked about it more in episode 11, which I would recommend you listen to if you're not familiar with what the battle flag of the Confederacy looks like. So this was 1956. Georgia's flag was unchanged despite quite a bit of protest, including protest leading up to the Atlanta Olympics, which put Georgia on an international stage, flying a flag that was explicitly against civil rights. There were several attempts to change the flag of Georgia, but none of them were successful until 2001. In 2001, the flag was designed by an architect and changed such that it was a, a compromised flag. It went back to the seal on a bedsheet, kind of original flag, with the seal slightly above center, blue background, and below the seal was a ribbon with five flags on it. The quote-unquote Betsy Ross United States flag, the pre-1879 flag, and again, this is the flag that this flag is actually emulating, the 1879 to 1956 flag, which was again with the blue vertical stripe and the red, white, red horizontal stripes, and the 1956 to 2001 flag, which this flag was replacing, which was the blue vertical stripe and the battle flag of the Army of Northern Virginia. And finally, the current flag of the United States, the 50-star United States flag. This flag, when it was made, was ranked as the worst state flag and possibly the worst flag in the United States. It violated every principle of good flag design, seal on a bedsheet, lots of letters, flags on flags, and the flags that were on the flag had seals on bedsheets and words on those flags. So it was just this terrible mess of ridiculousness that was flying as a symbol of the state of Georgia as a compromise. And as a small tangent, Trenton, Georgia, did not like the change to this new flag, but on the principle that they wanted to continue to deny civil rights to people. So Trenton, Georgia, adopted 
1956 Georgian flag as their town flag. And this is a town of about 2,000 people in northwest Georgia that currently flies the flag that was meant to oppose the ruling of Brown versus Board of Education. Going back to the state flag, however, thankfully for us in 2003, this design abomination flag was dropped and the current flag of Georgia was adopted. And I can do nothing else for this flag except to say that it is just a crypto Confederate flag. Because most people don't know about the actual stars and bars, the actual first flag of the Confederacy, people do not have a problem with the current Georgia flag. Although it is exactly the first flag of the Confederacy, just with the seal, and again this is that thing with three columns, inside the stars. So, as a reminder, it is basically a tri-band of red, white, red, with a blue canton, with 13 stars in a circle, and in that circle is the Georgian seal. And had they not had that Georgian seal, this would just be the flag of the Confederate States of America. And as far as I'm concerned, it's one thing to nod to your heritage. It's another thing entirely to adopt the flag of a country that was opposed to the country that you're currently in as your state flag. There does exist a pledge to the Georgian flag, which I find kind of weird. I don't know if it's actually recited by anybody, but this is the flag that currently flies over Georgia. And of course, I would love to see it change to something that was maybe a little less blatant about opposing civil rights. As always, I like to talk about a city or something like that. And in this case, since we've already talked about Trenton, Georgia, I like to talk about Atlanta, Georgia, which currently flies a blue flag with a golden seal on it with a phoenix in the middle. It's not a very pretty flag, but it could be easily modified to be a very unique flag. While the phoenix is a symbol of a lot of different cities, including, of course, Phoenix and San Francisco. In San Francisco, the phoenix represents rebirth because San Francisco has gone through several different fires and earthquakes and that sort of thing. In Atlanta, the phoenix represents its rebuilding after the Civil War and Sherman's march and Sherman burning down Atlanta. It's not an unpleasant flag to look at. It's just, it looks like someone put a gold coin on a blue field because there's just no, it is not well contrasted. I would very much like to see a redesign of Atlanta's flag with just a, a golden phoenix or a golden bird rising from the flames on a blue field. And I think that'd be fine. And if you have a redesign for... Georgia or Atlanta or Trenton, Georgia, you can, of course, shoot it at me on Twitter at cannibal underscore Simon, because I'd love to see them. You can post them in the discussion on the subreddit r slash Simon the Cannibal. And even if you don't have a redesign and just would like to see the flags mentioned in this episode, these are all, of course, at vexillogicast.com. That is V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T dot com. All right, I will hit you up next week. I'm not sure what I'm doing, so please feel free to suggest flags for me to cover. If something pops up in the news, I'll probably do that. But until next time, best wishes from the Vexillogicast.